Okay, so emergency nailed update. Can I just start with that? Yeah, we can. Emergency nailed Halo 10 update corrections and omissions. Mm-hmm. A loyal listener wrote in via text message to tell me that we forgot to point out something very interesting at the end of the Eraser Denial Realization Remix. That one's by Coil, right? I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this weird sample definitely sounds like something they'd stick in there. Um, let me see what he said here. There's like this weird sound. I'll, I'll play the beginning of the remix, but there's a... Mm-hmm. Which I should have I recognized as a slowed down human voice, but I didn't... For some reason, I didn't really investigate it. Um, and I don't believe it's on the NIN wiki page under the samples. Um, it's a more obscure thing, um, which I'll talk about in a second. But... He said, I, I don't think he likes me name dropping him, so I won't. Okay. But if you do like me name dropping you, then you know who you are. <laughs> you know who the fuck you are. Let me know. Um, it's Rick Rubin, by the way. <laughs> Close and personal pod friend, Rick. Friend of the pod, Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Pod bestie. The very beginning of, of the track said a, a voice saying, uh, if you speed it up, a voice saying yours is the place of unimportance. I had I went straight to the audio and I sped it up times three and it sounded like normal speech, but what I heard was yours is the plague of blasphemy and fornication. Yours is the plague of blasphemy and fornication. I think I could hear it more clearly because he didn't actually, he wasn't as obsessive as me maybe and didn't put it in the DAW and speed it up and, and um, listen intently. But that's what I heard. Um, and then I cert- I Googled yours is the plague of blasphemy and fornication, a very, a very coil type thing to say. Mm-hmm. And when I Googled that exact phrase, someone on Reddit had already found that and found uh, that it came from a movie. I don't think anyone replied to that Reddit. And that was eight years ago, by the way. Aww. So w- one Reddit post, no replies, uh, came from the movie At Play in the Fields of the Lord, 1991. I believe it's John Lithgow who says the line. Mm-hmm. He sounds very preachy when he says it. Tom Waits is in the movie. Wasn't John Lithgow is- like a preachy dad in Fla- uh, Footloose? I think so. Yeah. Tom Waits is in the movie. Interesting. Really weird. Okay. Anyway, maybe it's not that important, but I thought it was an interesting find. It's something I didn't know about. So thanks, loyal listener. And Redditor. And that Redditor. Hang on. I'm going to find that Redditor's name. I never give proper attributions. Reddit thread from eight years ago on r slash nan by user Virgil Squirt. Nice. Uh, Virgil Squirt. Thanks, Virgil. See if this person's per- what's this person done for me lately? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, they just had to go and drop the mic on that one thing, and then no, they they were active four years ago, but not on not on NIN. They posted the inter a Trent interview from nineteen ninety, where that dude was like interviewing him in the Pretty Hate Machine era. Like it looks like outside a club. We we I think we played it on like our first episode. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, okay. Okay, so here's this the, obscure movie that no one's ever seen. the trailer. Yeah, it might be too boring to watch. 
What's happening? Very dangerous. The chief, he would kill you like that. But attacking them is against the national law, isn't it? You're in the jungle, Martin. There is no law. A fight for land. A battle for souls. A struggle for survival. And one man caught between two worlds. You're not a real Indian, and you never will be. Is that John Lithgow? John Lithgow. Can you control this? Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Aiden Quinn, Tom Waits, and Kathy Bates. Tom Waits, Kathy Bates. From the director of Kiss of the Spider Woman and the Academy Award-winning producer of Amadeus comes the long-awaited motion picture based on the acclaimed novel. I don't think the line is in the trailer, by the way. I wish it was. At play in the fields of the Lord. That's an insane title. No one saw this. No, no one saw the movie from the producer of Amadeus Academy Award. Amadeus people know that one that won Oscars. Okay, enough about that. All right. So we have another update on Halo 8. <laughs> this is another omission. Yeah. Back to Halo 8, everyone. You thought you were you had escaped it. <laughs> nope, we're back to it. So here's the thing. Um uh, a couple months ago actually, I think is when I realized my omission. Uh I was working on a uh, mix CD for my friend for her birthday. And I was deciding between a couple songs, and one of them was a song by an artist named Sharon Van Etten. And I'm laying in bed, and I'm playing the song, and all of a sudden, this like light bulb goes off in my head. It was like the moment in Home Alone where <laughs> Catherine O'Hara is on the plane, and everyone's settled in after a very frantic, hectic 24 hours. And she, forgot she just her son. bolts upright and yells, Kevin. How could, how could you forget your son? <laughs> well, I forgot. My daughter. <laughs> you're, Jess, you're what the French call les incompetents. That's how I felt when I realized what I had done. It was just like this moment. I was just like, Blake, I can't believe I did this. I completely forgot about this. Um, I, did, I didn't even know about this. So, And uh, you, you heard this? You know, you've seen this? You heard about this? That's Jay Leno. So uh, I think I... I texted Blake on a panic, like, and you won't believe what I forgot. And he was like, Jess, how could you? Especially, yeah, because, it, of course, I didn't know. I'm not into this artist, but it's one of your favorite artists. So I was She's shocked great. that She's you great. did not bring one it up. One of my favorite like contemporary artists, if you're going to mm-hmm. like kind of break it down that way. Uh, okay. I really like her. This artist is Sharon Van Etten. And uh, in 2020, in September, during um, Suicide Prevention Month... She hmm. covered Hurt. People were doing a lot of interesting virtual <laughs> Zoom covers. They really were. She did a cover of Hurt, um, and it's for it's a part of Sounds of Saving, Songs That Found Me at the Right Time series, and it's hmm. a partnership with the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And what they do is they have artists who come in and talk about a song that, uh, like as the series is called, that found them at the right time yeah. and kept them maybe from cool. from doing... Um, you know, actions that they might themselves. regret. Exactly. And so if you go to their their site, um, their mission statement is 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 on there, but they believe that music is a powerful tool for strengthening mental health. It's the universal language of emotion, connecting us across genres and continents, and our personal stories about how music creates hope are especially powerful. 
Sounds of Saving works with musicians willing to share how music has helped them through difficult times and who use their platform to promote opening up and seeking help during mental health challenges. These relatable stories about overcoming hopelessness or distress, especially from those we admire, have been proven to decrease suicide attempts and can normalize conversations about mental health. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, yeah, Sharon Van Etten covered Hurt as part of the series. Do we know if she's like a fan? Is she a influence by she'll talk about it what they do is they also talk about the song a little bit and why they chose it and what it means to them um and she's about our age i think like late 30 so she probably could have been Mm -hmm. you know at the at the right age to find this and i think her older brother introduced it to her and it seemed like a very Uh, older brother thing to yeah very older brother band (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah uh, released on September 29th, 2020. And I apologize that I completely overlooked this. In my defense, number one, you can only really listen to it on YouTube, which, you know, it's never been released as a single, as far as I know, that you can download or that you can find on a streaming service. Is it like a live thing, though? It is. You'll so, see yeah, in a minute. Usually that's not the kind of thing that goes on streamers. And it also wasn't listed on NIN Wiki. Which I oh, used to help crazy. help fuel my research a little bit, and which leads me down all kinds of different On rabbit the holes. Hurt Wiki page does it have a list of covers, I assume. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more recent. It so is very recent. It's probably why it hadn't been updated. Yeah. And uh, thanks again, NIN Wiki, for adding Nailed to your list of podcasts. Yeah, and, and dude, it's a hell of a resource. Can I put something? But I should also depend upon my own. <laughs> anyway, I'm just mad at myself for forgetting it, but. We weren't recording this podcast. Uh, I didn't write it down and think, oh, I need to save this for a podcast episode. I just totally forgot. So I feel really sad about it because I think it's a great cover. Can I put something out there while we're talking about NIN Wiki? Yeah. Uh, If you're listening, Wiki editors, put Ixie on. (laughs) Give her a page. Oh, yeah. I thought she was on there. Uh, She doesn't come up in, in search search results. So not that I know of. I think she deserves a page. Speaking of Ixie, she just released them. Oh, yeah. Yes. More Halo 8 news. (laughs) She released a uh, piano covers album for the Downward Spiral. It's like reinterpretations. and Yes. A lot of the stuff that we heard while we were watching all her videos researching the Downward Spiral. Mm -hmm. So. I know, like her, her, speaking of Hurt, her piano improvisation of Hurt. When I was teaching myself Hurt on the piano, and I can barely play, she's really good. I Like the way she played it, uh, well, it helped me to learn how to play it, and that's true for some other songs as well. She um, demonstrated how to play Lights in the Sky on the piano for me, which is shockingly simple. Anyway, the way she improvised Hurt changed the way that I like thought of it on the piano. It was a really cool harmony in there. Anyway. But yeah, if you're a patron, I think you can, she provides a link um, to download, um, and I think if you're not a patron, you can get it on. Is it on Bandcamp or SoundCloud? It's on Bandcamp, and I think it's yeah, yeah, it's Bandcamp. I think it's supposed to be on streaming services sometime soon. Oh, okay, cool. XC Music, IXI. All right, so are we ready? Yes. Okay. I think one thing I'm still learning how to hone as an adult is Bangs. not shying away from acknowledging my emotions, but letting myself go there. There's sometimes you just don't have words for what you're going through. And 
I can pull up a song that I've listened to for the last 10 years. Sometimes it gives you words for what you're going through, but it also takes you outside of your own experience, which I think can help, again, slow down the darker thoughts. What is gonna help accelerate your understanding of your emotions, or at least you getting into a, like a habit of learning to identify what those feelings are and how to slow down your thoughts enough to not spiral. But it was those calls that my sister would, she would just check in with me and it was like, no, no judgment, but just, how are you? The times where I just felt like I accepted help when I actually needed it and, and I admitted when I needed it too. Those were really hard things to do at the, at the time. I mean, now, but much more so then because I didn't think I needed it. It doesn't make you a weak person for talking about your darker times. You know, it actually makes you stronger by being vulnerable and open and sharing who you are with the people you care about. When I'm going through something, the act of singing helps me get through it. And I think people connect with that because I allow, I allow that vulnerability and people want to share their vulnerabilities with me. I was the cliche middle child and always felt misunderstood. And then the oldest brother was the one that I connected to the most with music. When I was learning how to play guitar, he gave me a box of cassettes. By the time Hurt came on, I just remember connecting to it so much and then also realizing that my brother had listened to it and we never really talked about any deep feelings, but we always shared music. And it was like my first sign that my brother was trying to connect with me on a more emotional level than just we're sharing music.
that's it. Um, if you're interested in Sharon Vanetten, she's got some new singles out. Did a single maybe about a year ago or earlier this spring called Like I Used to with Angel Olsen. That's really good. And um, my favorite album of hers is the first album of hers I bought called Tramp. So if you want a place to start, if you're interested. Just as always, just got Sharon Vanetten and vinyl records all over the place our house is full of them <laughs> that's not true. they're on the walls they're always displayed on our wall of vinyl uh are we going to talk about the cover yeah if you want to i think we have to legally do commentary on it <laughs> yeah i guess people want our hot takes i mean legally to steal it um i liked that it out of all the covers we listened to that was not like any other hurt covers that i've heard no um it was like a classic rock feel to it. Almost like Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> I don't know why a that's little. what comes to mind. But this like... When dark... I heard those chords, you know what it reminded me of? Like what? heart-shaped uh, box for some reason. It reminded me of... Actually, I don't want to say it because it what? it's insulting. But it's like the same like arpeggio as um, that I song called Kryptonite, I think it's called. Is that a Three Doors Dance yeah. song? I honestly am not familiar with that someone song. I never, me. I never even listened to it when it was like correct a me big if I'm hit. Wrong, someone, but I think it's like the same. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it has this a classic Rocky feel to it. Mm-hmm. It was cool. She's got like a, a kind of a bluesy voice too. Yeah, like and a, I, yeah. I like that it did not cover the Johnny Cash version. It did something entirely different. I think maybe. I mean, you could tell she had heard the Johnny Cash version, and maybe her singing is a little, her singing melody is a little influenced by that. But musically, overall, she's doing c- completely different chord progression from mm-hmm. the Johnny Cash way of doing it. Yeah, and I like obviously I like the simplicity of it, you know. Um, and it's it's not yeah. like uh, the other uh, female uh, or the other yeah. It's not like the Leo Leona Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who did a very interesting and what a choice, you know? I, I mean, I guess the ultra, uh, whatever it was, that very arch, <laughs> arch pop, ultra dramatic. Never mind, you heard it. Go back and listen. Oh no, that's on our, it's on our, it's on our hurt bonus episode. Yeah, it's on the hurt bonus episode. Once so, again, mad at myself. We behind did the a paywall. Bonus episode on the song hurt, and I was but like, hey, boop, boop, boop. This is going not behind the paywall, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because we uh, normally you would have a new episode at this time, but due to scheduling, uh, we are actually going to release the content. We're doing sometime next week for the first time two simultaneous releases: mm-hmm. a little mini episode in the main feed and a special bonus mm-hmm. in the Patreon feed. And if you want to hear us um, discuss a bunch of hurt covers and the hurt music video and more stuff about Hurt, everything you ever wanted to know about Hurt, um, go to the Patreon. There's a Hurt episode. That's right. So, yeah, we'll be back on the main feed next week with our special guest, Ixie, um, talking mm-hmm. about Halo 11, the perfect drug. And uh, and she'll have a video around that same time yep, so about the perfect drug. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So we look forward to... By the way, whoever made that little meme of trent with like a magnifying glass on the ground <laughs> and says like you are the perfect bug the perfect bug uh-huh. that was funny <laughs> i forgot who made it i don't know it gets passed well, around so much you know there's eight thousand meme pages that are like trent's trent's farty underwear <laughs> okay anything else 
work signing off. That's it. I guess I better get to work on like some new music for this podcast song. Yeah. We'll just end this one out on Sharon because that's a really pretty cover. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.